Sean. If Les Miles beats everybody but Alabama, I think he stays. Creel. Fuck Jolly Ranchers and <laughs> fuck Sour Apple. Hankins. Jesus Christ. We're going to lose this game. We're going to lose a game Not from it. 2007. Somehow, we're going to blow this. Thought a flag. Tell him thought a flag. Damn, these are some good sun chips. I should buy these more often. Uh, Florida? 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 Now my daddy, my daddy coached the Dolphins. I don't know if I really like sushi or if I really like soy sauce. Ever heard of that Panther fan who growls in the YouTube video? Hey, Saban, what about this? Guys, I, I think I'm giving it up. What are you giving up? I'm giving up the podcasting game. Ooh. All right. Why? I'm gonna I'm gonna start my own landscaping and Italian food consortium. Okay. Called I'll, I Love Gardening. Should we start over? No. Do you offer free breadsticks like mm-hmm. Olive Garden? Mm. Unlimited two by fours and salad. Ooh, here's what I don't get when I'm at Olive Garden. You know they come around with like the cheese. Thank you for bailing this so out. They, they grate that cheese on your sure, salad sure, sure, or sure. lasagna or whatever. And you're like, order. tell me when, tell me when. And, you, and they're always like, tell me when. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, and I don't tell them when. And then like their arm gets tired. I'm like, well, you're offering the free cheese. That's what it's I'm saying. Free cheese, pile it on, buddy. Don't get me started. And then everyone at the table's like, when are you going to say when? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, when I get enough cheese and I don't have enough yet. Whenever the hell I want to. Right. Throw the flag episode on today's episodes of White People Be Foolish. 63. I'm here with Matt Creel. Hey, everybody. How's it going? How's it going, Matt? It's going good. Great. Uh, I'm excited to go to the next conference. Oh, man. Big 10. Big 10 with 14 teams. Hankins, what's going on over there? I don't even think I'm on this podcast anymore. Hankins. That opening really took the piss out of me. Oh, man. We'll, I was. We'll throw you a, a lifeline. Like, what's your favorite flavor of breadstick? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm oh back in. And oh. the answer's going to surprise you. It's orange. Orange? Oh. All right, that does surprise Aren't me. you glad I didn't say grape? Uh-huh. You know, Kel liked orange soda. He did. Man, I, we're talking about Kool Aid, not soda, which are two different things. What if you put Kool Aid into a soda stream? What about like the high C you can get sometimes at the restaurants? Is that Kool Aid or? Is that... <laughs> and the lady will have a no tall glass. Of it Ecto-Kool-Aid. says in the title, it, it it says high C in it, and Checkers has the best high C by <laughs> far. No questions asked. It is it is amazing. Uh, sometimes we'd go there to just get what we referred to as that good orange drink, though it was red. I don't know how that started, but it definitely <laughs> became a thing to where if we were going to Checkers and we were taking an order or something. It'd be, hey, man, you know I want some of that good orange drink. Is it still the same at Checkers across the country? It is. is. Okay. It is still. It's still just your that high C that comes out of a fountain machine, and it is impeccable. Mm. Episode 63 of Throw the Flag. First, before we get to the Big Ten and continue our series of the Haas of Hosses, 
Um, I think the one bit of college football news is that Butch Jones was officially hired as an off-the-field analyst. I think Nick Saban got a little guff because Butch Jones was physically on the field during uh, <laughs> during spring practice. And Nick Saban responded to that by calling him an intern. Yeah, insults <laughs> to injury. Which, goddamn, just that picture of him, of Butch Jones with the Alabama jersey on. Yeah, yeah. Or the Alabama windbreaker, whatever it is. Um, yeah. I, and then, oh, man. Do you think Nick Saban apologized to Butch Jones afterwards? Do you think he's like, I don't I think so. That way. I don't think he even really probably talks to him that much. <laughs> I think the, the, I think the response would have been, say something. I fucking dare you. <laughs> Say something. You are now in coach rehab. Um, it has worked spectacularly thus far. Chill out, hang on, and next thing you'll know, you'll be a head coach again. So you do you I, you take whatever I call you, flat top. That's what you do. What's wh- what do you think is the next uh, um, destination for Butch Jones? Do you think he's ever going to get on the field? Do you think he's ever going to be in Alabama? Like, like an offensive analyst, like one of those. Yeah, uh, Steve I think he'll, if he hangs around, I don't know. I don't know what Butch's specialty is. And I, I don't, I'm not saying that as a fun pronk on Butch, but I truly don't know. Is he a defense guy? Is he an offense guy? I don't know. Um, but whatever that thing is, I feel like they'll flesh it out. And at the rate Alabama turns over coaches, he's at the best place to have an opportunity to immediately move up. I am obscenely bad at remembering head coaches previous lives as a coordinator. I know everybody who went through Alabama, which is actually a lot over the last decade, but <laughs> shit. Yeah. But Creel, do you remember what Butch Jones did before he, followed, he went to Cincinnati? He followed around, a. uh, Brian Kelly from Notre Dame for a while as his uh so he murdered how many bodies is on his record <laughs> so like I think he was used to be at Cincinnati and before that was Central Michigan as head coach I don't know what he was before that when he was Brian Kelly's like coordinator or whatnot this would have been maybe like 2008 2010 I don't know what he was he wasn't much of an offensive guy or defensive guy at Tennessee uh yeah nothing really happened nothing really clicked so I'm not sure what his forte is um, but how lucky for that dude that, yeah, I get it. The, you're, the, the world's calling you an intern and that's a fun group think meme to do, yeah. but this son of a bitch spelled, fe- spelled spectacularly as I just did <laughs> failed spectacularly <laughs> at Tennessee. And he winds up at Alabama with no, you know, giant responsibility just gets to sit there and soak it up. And who knows, who knows what this small, uh, butterfly effect will turn into i can't wait for him to be the next mississippi state coach that's really what i think's gonna i think <laughs> gonna happen. i think it ends up the same way um the alternate ending from the actual movie butterfly effect where <laughs> he's choked out in the <laughs> in the jo- womb where with butch, an umbilical cord where butch jones i thought i was the only one that knew how that ended. i never saw mm-hmm. it where butch mm-hmm. jones goes back in time and chokes himself with his own umbilical cord in the womb is that what happens to ashton kutcher in that mm-hmm. Like yes. he does it himself, like the fetus yes, understands yes. what's going it's, on. Yes, um, I, I remember that <laughs> primarily because we watched that with a very pregnant, or I watched that with a very pregnant wife at the time, <laughs> and she did not care I can't for that ending. That would be uh, <laughs> enjoyable for a pregnant woman. I mean, just had no, same thing happened with The Witch as well. 
Why do you know it's Ashton Kutcher at the end? Does he have like oh, that hair? Like, does he have pretty good hair? Because he's got pretty good he, hair. That, that fetus is adorable. Sure. You can't Wait, get over how gorgeous guys, this fetus so is. So you and your wife, you and your wife, when she was pregnant the second time, watched The Witch? I feel like Towns was born. Okay. He was just not present. He was very, very small. Got it, got it. Um, yeah, and, that's a... Uh, you know, that's a rough Six minutes in that minutes. movie, a baby's yeah. kidnapped and ground into a fine paste. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is going well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, uh, when Black Phillip at the very end says, would you like to live deliciously? Live deliciously. <laughs> that is my, that is something I said for about three months, even just you walking around my apartment. You can't imagine how scared I was, Sean. <laughs> you cannot imagine how scared and titillated I was at the same time. Hey, um, for, you want to live deliciously? I do. Butch Jones, who is now living deliciously, mm-hmm. um, running back coach, OC, tight end, wide receiver, running back, OC, running back. He had a lot of positions at Central Michigan. How do you go from OC to running back coach? You fail sideways, <laughs> a little bit down, and then you're the coach of Tennessee. Wide receiver. Um, so, yeah, primarily an offensive guy. Uh, thank you for looking that up because uh, although we have four devices among us here, uh, all of them are currently taken. And um, <laughs> so, uh, are we done with Butch Jones talk? I, I think we're done. I'm not rushing. I just, before we get to the House of Houses, let us discuss. Uh, this was something that that you got. We kind of got into it a little bit yesterday, but I was super busy and couldn't put my two cents in. But the Alabama, Notre Dame, and Texas possible home and homes for future years y'all oh, yeah. seem to not be in favor of that idea <laughs> i was not in favor of playing notre dame that's that is so i think of that hankins the same way i think of um the same way i think of uh the, the iron bowl all risk no reward you mean for i, any, I don't th- for any big uh, for, time road game or just Notre Dame? For Notre Dame Notre specifically. Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah. I'll play you're Oklahoma the next five years in a row. I don't care. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I think I think it's a good thing just because it is clear name recognition. It's two brands on the field. The problem is exactly what you just pointed out, Sean, that Notre Dame has not been Notre Dame for, I don't know, uh, 30 years now. Right. <laughs> um, and... It's scheduling a brand name is great unless that brand name turns out to be terrible. Like we had to deal with this year with Florida state, um, which is a weird inflection for me to say that with, <laughs> but, but yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Um, they got to do something because the prevailing wind is if you don't have some home and home, uh, we're going to kick you out of the playoffs. And at some point that will bite Alabama. If they just depend on the neutral site kickoff classic, Early yeah. in the season, at some point, um, the UCFs of the world will finally get over on get one over on. Oh, so spe- you got to do it. Speaking of UCF, did you see that they didn't lose and will not lose any games in the NCAA basketball tournament? So they won the bas- <laughs> the the championship already. Oh, they did. Wow. Yeah, they're undefeated in the wow. in the basketball that tournament. Is awesome. So they, I mean, first school I've ever to the Alabama AD for for twisting the knife too. <laughs> <laughs> what did what did Greg Byrne do? God, the I women's, can't remember the women. The women, yeah, go ahead. Going bro. on, Alabama played. Alabama's women's team played in a UCF's women's team, and you know, he said, "Congratulations, Alabama's women's team won the game." You, you know, so he sent out a tweet like, "Congratulations, we'll see you, you know, next week. We're playing so and so." 
And by the way, we won't have a parade just to celebrate this because they're still busy to take care of. So. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Man, good for good for him. I it's it's so stupid. I that that I, that's dumb, and I hate it, and I can't wait for next football season so we can all forget about this. When they are three and fucking eight, why would I will? Why would they oh be talking God. this this much shit when they just lost their coach that took them from zero and twelve to twelve and zero? Because it's we're in a different world now. This is this is the mad rapper, aka Fifty Cent, making that diss track against all the hot artists who were on top at the time. I mean, they're punching up, and I can't blame them for punching up. But just let's stop. I can't. I don't blame them. I blame like the coverage, and I blame the the new sports media that just keep the, the same people that love Purdue. Are the same people right. that stoked the flames it's, on this thing? It's the same media when uh, Loyola Chicago, you know, is having a great run. They're like, "Wow, Loyola Chicago's got a real shot." I wonder if what would have happened if UCF would have had a shot. Exactly. Wah, wah, wah. I was like, "Well, uh, exactly." So much. Um, what if there was a tournament of sixty-four and UCF? Yeah, got may as well in? make these eighteen-year-old kids play yeah. fucking football until exactly. Boo hoo! That's Matt Creels. Boo hoo of the week, sponsored by YooHoo. Sponsored by YooHoo. The YooHoo boo hoo. I was gonna say Kleenex. Grab a YooHoo. He's good. He's good. He's better. well let's let's get into it guys we um we have been doing this for a couple weeks uh to pick the and doing a damn good job until this week where we failed miserably i I don't i don't don't know that we thought of one person on the way here that i would i would have recommended for a school but we'll get there i think um we will i think it there's definitely a very large separation between the first the best half and the worst half yep of the, the players that here's, picked. Here's what I think, for me, was going on with the Big Ten. Um, I don't know how to judge, like, a Wisconsin running back. I don't I don't know, because they've all been so good. And you can tell by who won this thing that we all kind of had that same thing. But I think that that goes through a lot of the conference is the Big Ten is not traditionally known for a single skill player who dominates. Um because the guys that come out of the, the offensive lines and the defensive lines are usually very strong. Yeah. And it's hard to pick out. Well, was it, um, I'm trying to think of somebody who's not on the list to not blow. Was it, um, who was Marion Barber's backup? Who's the other one? Lawrence Maroney. Mar- Lawrence Maroney. Was it Lawrence Maroney or was it the fact that he was tandemed with Marion Barber and they had an offensive line? It was tough. I hate, I hate this one. I just hate it. <laughs> Well, uh, previous weeks, uh, the winners and from... stupid Ohio State. Oh God! Hey, hey, we'll, we'll get there, baby. We'll get there. Previous weeks, previous weeks. Uh, Ed Reed was the winner of the. God, ACC. Ed Reed would run through this so hard. <laughs> Reggie Bush, controversial, was the man manufactured controversial. I was winner not of the manufactured controversy. That was a I real just thing call that it. happened. It was krill traversial. I think everybody krill. else was fine with it. Krill traversing. Uh, Vince Young was the winner of the our Big Twelve tournament. R.I.P. Tournament. <laughs> Vince Young's still alive. And now we're on to the Big Ten. And of course, remember that we have that we have uh, runners up still out there, like Deshaun Foster, Adrian Peterson, that could. Find their way back into Sean Foster is not a person. I said Deshaun was in this tournament. I said Deshaun. Um, I know you did. Deshaun <laughs> Foster. Deshaun. 
who is the Clemson quarterback? Watson. God maybe. damn it. What the fuck? I even <laughs> wrote down Foster. Ladies and gentlemen, your... <laughs> Did he get Predator on tonight? Adrian Peterson. Your Megatron correction of the day. Steve, and, uh, Steve McNair, still out there. Still could be picked as one of our plans. Um, so, here we are at the Big Ten. Entertain us. With 14 teams. We will reveal the picks... When each matchup is, uh, that we, when we get to each matchup and, and, and then we'll talk about the, cause I think this was definitely, there was definitely the most parody among our picks this, this time. There were n- almost no unanimous picks, yep. um, or a lot less than, than previous ones. Sure, sure. A very few jokes in this one too, just because I think this really took this really took a lot out of all of us. We we were in no mood to be funny with the amount of research it took to come up with this list. I did enjoy your pick as uh, Sufjan Stevens uh, for your number three from Illinois. <laughs> um, I think that, and uh, Creel, of course, uh, nothing if not uh, consistent, um, picked Ron Zook over Lovey Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ron Zook went to the Rose Bowl. Dude in the wheelchair and Snooky for Rutgers. Yeah, the dude in the wheelchair like uh, had a like a terrible he, injury uh, on the field. And yeah, he's paralyzed. He's like an ambassador he, now and whatnot. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Also, yeah. he's one of the the only person so far in the Hossaposs tournament that is in the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, and, and that'll get you president. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you picked Saquon Barkley because you can't pick anybody from the Paterno. Era. Right. Anybody <laughs> 2011 and before at Penn State, I can't pick. Because they technically didn't play. Technically, they didn't play. They and, never took the field. And they're like, Sandusky, get out of that shower, you. By the way, Orlando Pace is from Sandusky, Ohio. Ooh, I didn't know that. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Which I believe Uh-oh, is also Creel. which is also where Tommy Boy took place. Oh, okay. Then it evens out. Let's get to our first matchup. We have fourteen <laughs> teams, so we have two play-ins and three or I'm sorry, two two first round buys. Um and then six matchups in the first round. Who are the first round buys? First round buys are going to be Tommy Fraser from Nebraska. Which is a great player, but sadly, like he did his like he would the team wasn't in the Big Ten back then. No, so. and and that's that's what so you know right. we we're picking the, the players from the teams who currently make up sure. the current Power sure. Five conferences. Yeah. So ain't nobody trying to retcon this thing. Take <laughs> Texas A and M, uh, Texas A and M, and Missouri, of course, are going to be in the SEC next week. Nebraska is this week as opposed to last week with the Big Twelve. Um, I think they were in the Big Eight at mm-hmm. uh, back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tommy Frazier and Orlando Pace from. Ohio State are our two buys. First round buys. Orlando Pace was uh, mine and Creel's first pick. Oh, he was actually unanimous first pick for all. Yes. Yeah. Which I think I mean they uh, the term pancake was it was not named after him. It wasn't named after what he did to opposing. It was named after little black sambo. But. Um, <laughs> But lineman for the term was North Carolina A and T, but the term definitely gained popularity during his play. Um, 
So those are our uh, first. Uh, those are our two first round buys. Let's get to the first matchup in the Northwestern Regional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who's up? Um, Le'Veon Bell and Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis, of course, from Maryland, and Le'Veon Bell from Old Can't Sparty. Coach Can't have him. Le'Veon Bell uh, was at Michigan State for three years. Had uh, almost 4,100 all-purpose yards, 34 touchdowns, 5 yards per carry. For me, he kind of blends in with the Richard Mendenhalls, all the other running backs that, you know. Yes. Yep. Kind of. Who we don't know who to give credit to exactly <laughs> because yeah. it, it is a running back heavy league with strong offensive line play and all those things. Um, who was his quarterback? Was he Kirk Cousins? I think it was Kirk Cousins, um, but that's pretty much... It wasn't... What's his name? Stanton, was it? I don't think so. Okay. We're going to call it Kirk Cousins. They were good, but I think everything I know about Le'Veon Bell really comes from the NFL. Yeah, me too. If I'm being honest, I think that that's where I know him most. I think you're right that he blends in with the strong power backs of the Big Ten. For me, Vernon Davis's name jumped out because I remember hearing about him in college. We're like, this dude's a monster. And yeah, I think I'm going to go Vernon Davis with a slight edge in this one. And burning Vernon Davis. And it makes me think of Mike Singletary wearing that giant cross, giving the speech about not being able to win with Vernon Davis. So I do like that part (laughs) of it too. Vernon Davis, uh, almost 1,400 yards, 83 catches. 17 yards per catch, the best average of any first round tight end, uh, first round draft uh, pick tight end ever. Hmm. Well, I'm going to, my pick is based on what I hear a lot at the sperm clinic when I'm volunteering. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm you so glad. You got VD. So <laughs> I am picking Vernon Davis. Uh, that is that is a unanimous pick. Um, I am a 49ers fan. Why are you, how are you just trudging on through this? <laughs> how are you not? Oh, I'm sorry. Please go ahead. I'm sorry to derail the podcast. You got VD. Yes. <laughs> like that's better than the Olive Garden joke. It's, much, it's infinitely a thousand times better. Big Bang Theory. Uh, next we have, so Vernon Davis, uh, will, will move on to the second round and match up against Tommy Frazier in in the second round. Tough draw for Vernon Davis. Sorry, Vernon, Vernon. This, this was a, this was a terrible, uh, very difficult conference to seed after we got all our representatives. You hear that a lot at the sperm bank too, right? (laughs) Yeah, this was terribly hard to seed. Mm Mm-hmm. Up next, Joe Thomas. Joe Mama. And Brad Banks. Uh, Brad Banks was, he didn't even make my top three. I had Sean Green. Which is, I don't understand your research if Brad Banks didn't make your top three. Yeah, I'm surprised at the University of Iowa, no one picked, you know, the the fans. (laughs) K.O. Waving. K.O. At the hospital. Brad Banks. Only on Saturdays during home games. Uh, during football season. I think for me it was that, uh, you know, Brad Banks was a good quarterback. Um, he had a 155 quarterback rating during his time at Iowa. But for me, it's it's tough, unless it's Cam Newton, to pick a Juco. That's, you know, to he, pick a Jew, am I right? He played two years. 
Um, uh, one, one, the Doug O'Brien, Doug O'Brien, won the Davy O'Brien, uh, uh, trophy and was the runner up, uh, in the Heisman race that year. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, those are pretty good stats. Possibly the the most individual accolades for an Iowa player uh, and a skill position Iowa player ever. Sure. <laughs> but not in your top three. Right? All right. Not in my top three. Your list, baby. It's your list. Um did he win? Did did he did he win the most points? Is he is he in the tournament? He's in mm-hmm. the tournament. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't the one bragging about my extensive research before the podcast. <laughs> Going against no re- research on the players that were picked, not necessarily sure, the sure, uh, not the other way around. So Joe David, not the picked that were players. Mm-hmm. So uh, going against Joe Thomas, um, offensive tackle from Wisconsin. He's the representative from Wisconsin. He uh, was actually not in my top three either. Yeah, I'd kind of forgotten that he was uh, where he played football. Um, I did too. But yeah, he's he was a pretty good college player, excellent pro player. He's going to be boohooing. Oh, I wish I was on a better team. 10, I was 000, on the Brown. Ten thousand three hundred and sixty-three consecutive snaps with the Cleveland Browns. One of the greatest headlines of all time is Joe Thomas and. 10,363 shifts, uh, consecutive shifts at the Factory of Sadness in Cleveland. <laughs> that is a pretty good headline. Never, he pretty was never, un, never won an O in, in any of those snaps. Nope. Oh, never I once took a snap. Joe won an O. <laughs> uh, oh, that's good, Creel. That's good. 2006 uh, Outland Trophy winner and All-American that year as well. Against Brad Banks. Um who is dog shit quarterback from Iowa, according to one, no, one third of, of this podcast. A lot of accolades. I definitely wrote dog shit. That's definitely what I said. Mm. Hankins, you can pick first on this. Let me guess. Um, it's Joe Thomas. Um, <laughs> I mean, he was, as I said, the the Wisconsin offensive line is one of the most consistent groups in this conference. Um they have given a Heisman Trophy to Ron Dane. And I know John, Joe Thomas was not there then before you start with your correcting pistols. Ron Dane, but my just, number one. Just that group. Um, that group is incredible. And Joe Thomas is the standout among that group. So uh, Brad Banks was great. It was great, especially for being an Iowa quarterback, being a mobile quarterback at Iowa, which had not happened. And he did a lot of great stuff. But he got a bad draw, and he's up against Joe Thomas, who is pretty damn good. Uh, for me, it'll be Joe Thomas, but he's got to stop crying. Like we all, we all have bad jobs from now and now and then, you know, stop crying about it and, and get out there and just do your job and don't cry. Baby, stop crying. Right. A song, Baby, please stop crying. A, a, star, a song referenced on a Bob Dylan, a lyric from a Bob Dylan song that we referenced on the last episode of That's Disgusting, which you can listen to. Baby, stop that damn crying. On the Throw the Flag Network. So is it unanimous? Is JT... It's pick? unanimous. Uh, Joe Thomas, I... This may be a spoiler alert, but I have a soft spot in my heart for offensive linemen. I think once we get to Orlando Pace, we're going to talk about how much you can... What percentage of Eddie George's Heisman Trophy you can give to Orlando mm-hmm. Pace. Mm-hmm. Um, next, uh, next matchup, Marion Barber... A young man who, when I try to remember the running back duo from Minnesota, I always say Maurice Jones-Drew and Marshawn Lynch. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not Marion Barber. 2 <laughs> Not Marion Barber. Uh, not Marion Sylvester Barber the third, and Lawrence Maroney. Um, th- uh, three thousand two hundred and seventy-six rushing yards. Uh, almost forty-five. Um, Fifteen hundred of them against the University of Alabama in <laughs> the Music City Bowl. God, two thousand two thousand four. December 31st. Yeah, we were, we, first, we were there. First we were there. First time I've had White Castle. We went to White Castle after the game. And then we went to Sue Jong's birthday, uh, New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. And us, never mind. Okay, uh, accused murderer was at that party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pending litigation. <laughs> he brought a bottle of hypnotic because he really wanted to be around. <laughs> he wanted to His get trial date down. is coming upon us. Mm, I don't want to spill too many beans, but it is in a southern... Uh, city in the United States, known for its music. <laughs> Spill that tea, baby. No, no. Spill that tea. Um, shared shared the field like uh, Hangins talked about with Lawrence Maroney, Marion Barber going against Drew Brees, who spent four years. Oh, at that's that's, that's There's no way he that's was there at four years. Four? No two, way. Four years for not a. No way. One thousand Drew Brees was twenty six completions. <laughs> For he was at Purdue for eight years, wow, that's bare a lot minimum. Of yards. Almost twelve thousand yards. Eight years, for bare minimum. Ninety touchdowns, forty-five interceptions, and something that I didn't know because I never. I it, he he was part of a spread offense at, at Purdue, but rushed for nine hundred yards and fourteen touchdowns in, Dang, four, in four years. That's impressive. Well, I'll go first this time, please. Uh, Real scrambler, that guy. Man. <laughs> so that's a lot of great stats for Drew Brees. And then he went on to the NFL where he won a Super Bowl with the Saints. He's still active in the NFL, chunking that ball. Oh, yeah. Just uh, signed two years for $50 million. Right. They probably should have beat the Vikings in the playoffs this year, but uh, their Saints defender like fell down <laughs> and let the Vikings guys score on the last play. Crying like Joe Thomas. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> and he sort of, you know, he was sort of revitalize he's sort of the image of new orleans you know never give up let's rebuild whatnot so it's gonna be drew breeze for me he's breezing on to the next round oh man hankins john you take the hammer on this one uh it's drew breeze by 300 miles uh, <laughs> yes that close <laughs> i i mean it's Hats off to Marion Barber because he'll be cutting my hair because of his last name. <laughs> mm, ethnicity, more like Maid Marion, like from Robin Hood. Because oh, nice. he's a bitch. Because mm-hmm. he's losing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just you know we're gonna see a lot of this. I think in the first round, it's there's a clear cut sort of. Th- there's like if and, and, and if Lawrence Maroney had been in that spot, I don't think any of us would have argued. Or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's that's who Marion Barber was. He was, um, he was good on a, a team that was middle of the road, and he had a stellar partner. So it's hard to pick out what he was actually good at. Absolutely, had a little run with the Cowboys, but yeah. you know, yeah, he's crushed under the weight of the first Purdue player any of us ever knew. <laughs> <laughs> God. Probably only I, I dare to say only Purdue player that I could confidently name right now. Kyle Orton, yeah, maybe? yeah, Kyle Orton, Kyle Orton, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. married barber. You just got Purdue'd, <laughs> which means somebody had a target bag that they threw up in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the southeastern regional region. It just means more in this region. It just means more. It just means more. Um, Ray Rice versus Richard Mendenhall. All oh, right. God. Oof. 
Now before Creel, before Creel, before Creel, before Creel does this, uh, Ray Rice, Ray Rice, almost five thousand yards in three years, forty nine touchdowns. I have no other stats for him. Yeah, um, nothing on the nothing on record when you googled him. Nothing no college out. stats on or okay. off the field for Ray Rice. Richard Mendenhall, same amount of years, uh, basically three thousand uh, all-purpose yards, five touchdowns, mm-hmm. or uh, twenty-seven touchdowns. Sorry. Well, I'll go first because it'll be easier for me just to, <laughs> to get my vote out of the way. I will not be voting for Ray Rice because of an incident that happened in Las Vegas. Sure. I know that. Hankins, a lot of this tournament is so you want to build the perfect football player. So according to Uh Hankins, this football player would have the cheating heart of Reggie Bush. Mm -hmm. He would have the legs and upper torso of Adrian Peterson so he could beat children. Oh, my God. And you got to have that right jab of Ray Rice. You got to have that strong. You got to have the devil's right hand. And so that's three parts of the the Haas of Haas. But I cannot allow for this Haas to be built with those items. So I'm going to vote for Rashard, Rashad, Rashad, Rashard. He can't even know his name. Don't ask me. I'm, I'm still, I'm sitting here with Deshaun Watson. Foster? Um, I got it right that time. God damn it. So yeah. You got it, baby. I will not be voting for Ray Rice. It. So that's um, it. 100% of what I know about Ray Rice happened in a Ravens jersey. <laughs> like, I, I have no recollection. I, you know, no recollection of anything he did in college because he played at Rutgers, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure he was there. With, was he there with Shiano? I'm not even going to say I'm sure of anything. Ray Rice anymore. was, yes. And that was when Rutgers had that big run, and Shiano got his name out there. But I yeah. wouldn't have known that unless you told me. Current I do Tennessee remember Mendenhall head coach, playing. Greg Shiano. <laughs> yeah, 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 you are correct. Um, currently being paid by the University of Tennessee. Um, but I'm going to pick Richard Mendenhall because I knew who he was wow. in college and did not know. Did you Ray clear Rice. that with us, Hankins? That's that's an upset. <laughs> wow, that is a is it GD upset? You know, I was I was <laughs> Rutgers is I have a there's a soft spot you in my heart for Rutgers. In Jersey. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Born yeah. in Jersey. Blah blah blah. Birthplace college football. Uh, you know, Ray Rice in was Patterson. There. That's the way it goes. Ray Rice was the was the was there the only time that Rutgers was good, but. I am not. I was. I am going to vote for Rashard Mendenhall wow. to make it unanimous because I. The reason why I, I I was going to vote for him regardless because I don't want to hear Creel fucking hem and haw about Ray Rice <laughs> for the rest of this tournament. We all saw that video, and that was a. And if that video wasn't going to be released, he'd still like. He would have been like. He wouldn't have been punished. Oh yeah, because that was sure. the only reason. Like he, he really got dinged on it. Was well, it's not like he smoked pot or took a knee, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he, he beat My, up. minor infraction, minor right? Infraction. Well, that's a whole other podcast about <laughs> the um, the the crime being exactly the same, but since there was no video, it was X, and because there was a video, it became Y. Mm-hmm. The, that's that's not the fight for today. We're gonna have plenty more fights to have later on in this show, I'm sure. That's some algebra. I can really get behind. Well, doesn't it feel good to be on the high horse that I'm on now, guys? No, I don't like it. I kind of want to vote for Ray Rice now just because. <laughs> you know what? I'm <laughs> switching my vote to Ray Rice. <laughs> wow. All right. So it's not I unanimous feel, right I feel now. like I'm, I feel like I'm off brand, but I will stick with, I will play the game as it was given to me. This is about the horse of horses in college football. And I do have to say that Mendenhall made a, a much bigger lasting impact on me in college. All right. Mendenhall continues. I officially changed my vote to Ray Rice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But Mendenhall 
advances. And it keeps Levy Smith's legacy alive. It does. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Rounding out the Southeastern bracket, uh, Pat Fitzgerald from Nevada. The Northwestern. Northwestern. Deshaun Foster. (laughs) Deshaun Watson. So the representative from Northwestern is Pat Fitzgerald. And Michigan. Unfortunately, so we we are doing this uh, since 1992. That is the cutoff date. And unfortunately, um, Desmond Howard left in 91. I did want to posit this because I can't believe I forgot this person from the University of Michigan. Please. And we're talking about Hasa Hasses. It's not Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady sucked dick when he was at Michigan. Right. But afterwards... He's been the hottest. It's a college. It's a fucking college. But, We're but, talking about but, college but, performances. But but, but but we are also considering what happens after college. I'm not. No. No, oh, you're considering it. So I am I'm changing my vote to <laughs> maybe Tom Brady. You didn't even pick a second and third. If, you just if picked Hankins, Charles Woodson. If Hankins can get on board with putting Tom Brady in for Charles Woodson right here, right now. That's what it's about. That's what I'm pausing. I, I know hate. you're against it, Sean. No, absolutely I not. Hate but he is the hottest for anything. I hate going against Creel unless it's over his crazy controversies that he manufactures. Sure, 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 sure. I cannot sign off on okay, Tom Hell Brady. No. I, I just wanted to propose he it. He has it's enough. Been tabled. It's he been tabled. has enough in his life. Char- He's fine. Charles Woodson. Does not no, Charles Woodson was great. I'm not gonna... Listen to what Charles Woodson did in 1997. He won the Heisman, the Nagurski, the, the Walter Camp, the Bednarik, the Thorpe. He's a two-time All All American. Uh, of course, he had the 18-year pro career. Is sure. that something you can get behind? I can, but okay. Tom Brady's got them rings. 16. I think he has one ring. <laughs> he has one ring. 16 interceptions. Um, no, he was good. He's really great. He won the Heisman 97 over Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. I'm going to ding him for that because the, the fact that Peyton Manning never won a Heisman sticks in my crawl. And clearly, I was not a fan of that guy in college. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that, now all those are, are great uh, accolades. So I'll just, you know. When you're talking about the University of Michigan, they've they've had a lot of great athletes, and I was just positing that maybe Tom Brady was better, a better Haas. Heard, not accepted. Yeah. So, so our matchup is left with Charles Woodson and Pat Fitzgerald, old classic Wolfpack member, class from Nevada, Reno, <laughs> Reno's uh, also also when I picked these, I was like, oh yeah, Pat Pat Fitzgerald from Northwestern, that quarterback. What is wrong with my fucking brain? Uh, you're you're thinking of like uh, it's Pat, the character from SNL, uh, classic quarterback who played on both sides. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Pat Fitzgerald, uh, two Nagurskis, two Bednariks, Bendericks, and two consensus All Americans uh, picks. And then he's been given back to the school, baby. And he's the current yeah, head, head football coach. Right. Um, and he's done some great things as football. I know that you, you're you, apparently your criteria is only what's on the field. Like no, four he's years. he's the current college coach. But you, I thought you said for Tom Brady, we can't consider the NFL. Has he ever? Pat Fitzgerald is the current college coach. Oh, it's he's, college is only that matters. What happens? What is the, this podcast the, about? The one square mile campus. Have we been talking about the fucking Jaguars for a year and a half? No. But what I was saying, DJ Hilden. Is that for Pat Fitzgerald? Is that you can consider his college coaching career in in tandem? That is the bone that I'm trying to throw. I get it. I get it. I just want to make sure that that was clear. You hear all the time volunteering at the sperm club. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make sure I understood your criteria because that's how many years? So like four years as a player and maybe like ten years as a coach, something like that. Yeah. Versus four years. He's been there for a very long time. Four years for Charles Woodson. 
Fourteen's greater no, than I, four. No, I think he was there for three. Oh, 14 greater than three. But you got, I mean, the resumes. So it's time for androgenies. It's Pat. <laughs> you're you're picking, advancing. You're Andy. picking Pat Fitzgerald over Charles Woodson mm-hmm. because you're bitter that Tom Brady. No, no, no. 14 years is greater than three. You're fucking insane. Charles Woodson is my pick. It, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> whew, mommy and daddy are fighting, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, the clear and cut answer is Charles Woodson. Um, an amazing career, but he was that Michigan guy that sort of he Charles Woodson was so good that everybody thought Jabril Peppers was good just because Charles Woodson <laughs> had played true. at Michigan. That's true. <laughs> That's how good he, he rubbed was. off on some people. Yeah. Anybody that suits up, the the instant comparison is this is the next Charles Woodson, and, and they never yep. are. So they are, have not been yet. Well, Charles Woodson goes on to the second round to face Richard Mendenhall. That's going to be a barn burner. That'll be a good matchup. Um, round <laughs> rounding out our first our first round is uh, somebody that I, Creel definitely has a lot to say about. Saquon Barkley from Penn State. He was the representative over the last 25 years of college football at Penn State. Penn State is not an easy team. They're not Ohio State, but they're sure. not an easy team to pick That's the best true. player from. Uh, no. LeVar Arrington. Larry Johnson was really fucking good at Penn State. Got him. <laughs> but somehow, Saquon Barkley was the representative. Someone Get him. that had a mediocre career. He, had a, he was Get definitely him. the Heisman front runner, uh, like September, October. Then he came crashing down when he hit some real teams at the end of the schedule. Yes. Um, you you asked Saquon Barkley a sure. request to which I did not acquiesce. I, I apologize for it. I understand. But you said he should be seated last because of his performances against Ohio State, against Rutgers. Yeah, like 80 total yards in both yeah. games. Yeah. So I, I get it playing Ohio State. No one has really a good game. But playing against Rutgers, you can't get more than 50 yards. Uh-uh. I can't vote for this guy. He only had 35 yards in a game where they were up on Ohio State by like three yeah, scores. Yeah, and then Ohio a State game came that, roaring back. And they could not milk a the A game clock. that I saw an old man think that yeah. I was mm-hmm. being mean to him when I said Ohio State won. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how far down they were. <laughs> that when I saw an older gentleman and I said, Big win today for you guys. And he kind of looked at me like I was a grade-A asshole. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you talking about? I said, Ohio State. No, we lost. I'm like, no, sir. You came back and won the game. What? No, that's a fan. <laughs> now, that is a fan. <laughs> so, I will pick Antoine Randall L. Who is the other player in this bracket. Uh, Saquon Barkley had 3,800 rushing yards in three years. Uh, 5.7 yards per carry. 43 touchdowns. Uh, 1,200 receiving yards. Not bad. Double threat. Not Antoine bad. Randall L. kind of lit the goddamn world on fire. Oh, give me some stats. Uh, 11,364 all-purpose yards. That's mm. 7,500 pass, 3,900 rush, 92 total touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns. He, even, a, he punted the ball 17 times. Fuck load of all touchdowns. All-purpose player. Nine, 92 touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns. It is. That's a spicy touchdown. Uh, four years started every or played in every single game. I, I don't know if he started every single game, uh, regular season game, but 11, 11 games over four years, 44 games over four years. Sorry. Um, 
honestly, for me, it's not even close, and it's it's Randall L. Wow, I'm on board with that. Even though he can't pick a last name, he's gonna be. I'm picking that. him you to advance. That. Oh man, you're doing the picking for him. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm sure that I picked Saquon Barkley number one, right? Yeah, you in did. My, in my picks, right? You did. I looked at Kajana Carter's stats for about 12 minutes, trying to figure out some way to justify not putting Saquon Barkley number one because I just felt like we were caught up in this air recency that I didn't. Right. Yeah, I yeah. didn't want it to the be that. The most recent makes it in. Yep, and I didn't want to. Um, just wait till we get to just, Alabama. Uh, oh God, that's going to be a tough. But like, I just wanted to. But I wanted to be fair, and I couldn't. The stats just didn't bear it out. Statistically, he was the best Penn State player of this of the last twenty five years. Um, Lavar Arrington's hard to deal with. He was a dominator. Um, Kerry Collins was a good quarterback. They had other good players. Larry Johnson was great. But all those Penn State guys kind of do that same thing of slow slow rise, big peak, and then right. fall off. And they never won anything. Mm-hmm. And Antoine Randall, as Sean so aptly put, just burned every – he did this at Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indy fucking Anna he did this shit at. And then continued his career, switched positions, did all the stuff. So by far – Hoss of Hosses in this bracket is a unanimous Antoine Randall L. All Who right. saw that coming? All right, yeah, that's kind of an upset. We didn't clear this with you beforehand. <laughs> Randall L. put up uh, Drew Brees' numbers. And that's impressive. 92 touchdowns. Yeah. That's a lot. I that's guess that's a not a record, touchdown. but it seems like it should be. <laughs> I, th- I think it was most at the time. Now Keenan Reynolds from, uh, from Na- Navy had, I think, like 112. Yeah, he had a bunch. But, like, he, I, you know, I love Keenan Reynolds. He wasn't playing in the Big Ten. Right. No. Right, that's true. And he wasn't playing for Indiana. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Hey, uh, Hankins, you uh, I, you did this in the background while Krill was going through his his, his Barkley uh, pick, non, non-pick. But can you tell the we, – we have some listeners in the D.C. area. Can you tell the, the LeVar Arrington story, please? I'm blanking on the host name. I used to know his name, but I'm blanking on it. Steve Zabin. Um, it was not Steve Zabin, Clinton my Clintus. sports authority. Um, it was not Clinton. I don't think it was even on that station. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, man, that's going to drive me crazy. But at any rate. Um, Joey Bagadon. He is, he is a passionate Redskins fan. I mean, just. And he is going on this rant. I can't even remember what the Redskins had just done. I, th- I think they just blown a game. As they, they I think they blew a lead to to the Eagles. I, I remember yeah. it was like a dement, like divisional uh, loss. And he is just he's 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 lost it. He is he's done that thing that we all like in sports talk radio. And as a wrestling guy, I can never tell if they're. They're working or shooting, but it feels like a shoot. It feels like he is he has let go of his professionalism to a degree, and he's speaking as a true fan, and he is on one. He's talking about, you know, all the jerseys he's bought and all the stuff with his dad and his doing. And I mean, he is really giving this impassioned speech about how angry at this team that he is. And his partner is LeVar Arrington. Chad LeVar Arrington's in the background. Chad Dukes. Thank you. Thank you. Chad Dukes. Um LeVar Arrington is in the background just going, get him. <laughs> over and Get over I'm telling you I have purchased season tickets my father we have wept and we have 
Get him. <laughs> Get him. And the other co-host is like trying to bring him down because this is like the first 10 minutes of the show. And it's like, you're going to blow out your voice, dude. We got a whole show to do. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the first thing I think of when I hear LeVar Harrington's name. He's like that episode. Uh, he's like Bart in that episode of The Simpsons where Homer's uh, going crazy at the movie theater. Because the previews are like keep going on, and, and Bart's like, "No, nah, I like to wind them up." Hey, Dad, has the movie started yet? <laughs> well, that was a good palate cleanser for the uh, was. for the going into the second round of the Big Ten Haas of Haas's Player Tournament. Tournament. Creel, point to where you want to start. Let's start up here. Okay, great. Tommy Frazier. He's versus... pointing. I like to everybody let right know he's pointing at his nipples. <laughs> yeah, that's where I usually start. Tommy Frazier. Me versus... too, oddly enough. <laughs> Hashtag hash brown me too. Hash brown me hash too. Brown me too. This episode of Throw the Flag brought to you by Donuts Incorporated. Donuts Incorporated, starring Judd Hirsch. <laughs> of Dear John and Taxi fame. Hmm. Was he also in Homeland? No, that was Mandy Patinkin. Uh, Vernon Davis versus Tommy Frazier. On today's episodes of White Folks Be Watching. <laughs> uh, I don't think this is going to be close. I don't think this is going to be close. I don't think so either, no. If, if, I, if I may. So it sounds please, like we're all please. picking Tommy Frazier. Yes, but run down the stats. Tommy Frazier, four years. You know how we much weight that. that. We love that. 6,266 all-purpose yards, 83 touchdowns, two national championships, four big eight, cha- four conference championships, 33-3 and at a starter. Of course, uh, he missed half a season because of something that would keep him out of the NFL, a blood clot in his leg. Um, Tommy Frazier, to me, is the who I see when I think of uh osborne era mm-hmm. nebraska absolutely exactly mr nebraska uh in addition to playing to winning new te- two national championships uh he also played in another one his uh, sophomore year against florida state and lost so three national championship game appearances uh definitely mr nebraska for me i think you know vernon davis good tight end but he can't defeat uh like the best quarterback maybe of the 90s so for me, I'm Tommy gonna say Frazier. two, two things. I'm gonna try to keep it really quick because mm-hmm. I got a story to tell. Um, Tommy Frazier. Now you heard me make that joke earlier about uh, Drew Brees being a scrambler because of you know the difference in running quarterback, scrambling quarterback, all that stuff. But like Tommy Frazier was a running quarterback, right? And he did a damn good job of. It. I mean, he just ran the shit out of the ball and was and just he brought that program from. They were all they have a pedigree certainly, but like. He, they sort of just stormed out of nowhere under Osborne and Frazier. And now I'm going to tell my story about the championship game between Florida State and Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I come from a biracial family. My mother's white. My father's black. Now, this is a time where we didn't have a whole lot of black quarterbacks. So Tommy Frazier was a pretty big deal when he came on the TV in my house. Now, we're Alabama fans, so we followed them primarily. But, you know, you, you see other stuff. So the game's coming on. And my mother's like, I don't know who to root for. And she sees Tommy Frazier and she goes, uh, or no, excuse me, she sees Charlie Ward. Mm-hmm. And she says, uh, well, they got a black quarterback. I guess I should root for him. And then black ass Tommy Frazier <laughs> pops up on the screen. And my mother goes, oh, he's black too. Right, right. <laughs> so it was, we were a house divided. We didn't know what to do. We were just living the dream. It was like the Obama election a few <laughs> years prior. <laughs> wow. Tommy wow. Frazier. 
Tommy Frazier for Hankins. So that's a unanimous Tommy Frazier advancing on to the semifinals. Oh, baby. Well, our next, our next matchup, Joe Thomas, someone who made the majority of our top three picks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> against Drew Brees. I'll let Creel go ahead. Go first. Uh, mm. This one is... This one's interesting because I do like Joe Thomas a lot. I like Drew Brees a little bit more. Give me Drew Brees. If this is the Hossa Hosses, oh gosh, but that is like one of the best offensive linemen ever. <laughs> one of, <laughs> one of, one of the best. Literal hoss. Not the a best. literal hoss. Uh, but Drew Brees, he's got that ring. <laughs> He's Mr. <laughs> Mr. New Orleans at the Mardi Gras parades. People are showing him them tits. And all those things happened mm-hmm. on the field. On the field. Uh-huh. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. For me. For me. For me. Hankins, what do you what do you say? Oh, this is hard. This is That's what very hard. Creole hears all the a time. Lot at the, <laughs> right. At the The old SB. Man. Man. Who did Creole pick? I picked Drew Brees, but it's a soft pick. <laughs> That's not, not something you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I don't feel like any of the my decision, any of the factors that I'm immediately thinking of have to do with on field football stuff. I'm, I'm thinking about like, oh, you know, it would be great for the. the no, I got to pick this based on straight up football. Sure, that's true. Straight up football, and I mentioned earlier Joe Thomas being a standout of a particularly consistent and great unit. And because of that, I got to ding him just a little bit because, again, Drew Brees did this shit at Purdue. (laughs) He did. Mm -hmm. So I got to go Drew Brees. Oh, okay. It's unanimous. uh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees for me as well. You know, nothing against Joe Thomas. Um, He was, I think, one, one in the top four. Uh, man, top five uh, for me in this in in this in, uh, field, but yeah. Um, yeah, Drew Brees just his stats alone, the fact that he did it at Purdue. Uh, fun fact: he only received scholarship offers from Kentucky and Purdue, Whoa. and he thought Purdue was the better uh, academic school. Probably right on that. Oh, yeah, they nerd program and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So mm. he. Uh, it's a good thing he's got something to fall back on. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's only making fucking twenty five million this year. <laughs> well, we, we man, have... that son of a bitch will not give you a hometown discount. I tell you that right now. <laughs> he took the Saints for everything he could get them for. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying. And he's got to be thirty eight years old too. He's got to be pretty old. Never kissed a girl. He, <laughs> I think he finished up his college career in like oh one oh two. So yeah. that means he was born in what eighty. So yeah, he's probably. Pushing 40, getting close. Pushing 40. He um, also is the, played a role in... Pushing his, 40, the Steve Starkeesian story. <laughs> a 40 ounce into his mouth. Uh-huh. Um, also, Drew Brees... I, I'm glad Sean was there to explain that for <laughs> Played a role in the series of events that led Nick Saban to Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Um, what he had a bum ankle and a, and a physical bum leg or something, and, and Saban wanted to pick him. The but Dolphins uh, were like, "Nah, take Dante Culpepper from the Vikings. He'll be, he'll work out fine." And then he did. And you'll be here next year, right? <laughs> Everything's gonna be fine, right? Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's uh, let's go over to the northeastern region. Someone we have yet 
to yeah, meet. Give me the rap sheet on Orlando Pace. The old rap sheet on Orlando Pace versus uh, Antoine Randall L. We we heard Randall L's insane numbers, yeah, Drew Brees-esque numbers. Let me tell you about Orlando Pace. Okay. We already went through the pancake namesake. Nom, 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 nom. He personally allowed zero sacks in his last two years at Ohio State. <laughs> That's pretty fuck. good. He was fourth in in Heisman voting in 96, something that's unheard of for an offensive lineman. Pretty good. Won the 96 Outland Trophy. Pretty good. Two-time unanimous All-American. Two-time Lombardi Trophy. We talked about, you know, how much of Eddie George's, uh, Ohio State running back Eddie George's Heisman uh, is to be credited to the offensive line, particularly Orlando Pace. And on a team like Ohio State, who has had the players, Joey Bosa, Troy Smith, Ezekiel Elliott, Maurice Claret. Yeah. Um, he was our... Man, I didn't even think about Zeke yeah. while I was doing that thing. Didn't even cross my mind. And That's pa- how loaded they were. Um, and Pace was our... Dudes. And, and a team with players like Eddie George, he was our unanimous pick for Ohio State. Orlando Pace versus Antoine Randall. If I may, sure. It's not close, Orlando Pace. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think that that's true. We can. We can. I hate it. I hate it. We can. I, it. So I think Randall scores. I think Randall does exactly what Indiana did this year. <laughs> He'll hang around for a little while in this fight. Um, but something happens at halftime, and then it's just a boat race in the second half. Uh, yeah, it's Orlando Pace. Orlando Pace. Yeah. It's tough because I try not to look ahead when I'm seeding these things, but I saw Antoine Randall in the same bracket as Orlando Pace, and I thought there was likely a chance that he was going to make it because I knew I knew off the bat I was going to pick Randall over Saquon, but bad. I hate it. I hate it. I hate right. It. It's true. Well, oh, you know what? There's always the uh, there's always the bring them back. True. There's like always them. the bring them back. That's true. Which is what it's called now. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's round out our uh, our final final four. Charles Woodson versus Loyola Chicago. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm going for Sister Jean. Richard Mendenhall. Richard Mendenhall versus Charles Woodson. Now, I know earlier I gave Charles Woodson a lot of grief. You gave him a lot of guff. I wanted that Tom grief. Brady in. But since Charles Woodson is here, I really like him. He's, he's definitely a prototypical defensive back. He can also run back some kicks. Uh, he had a very, very long NFL career. So, for me, I think I, he's my pick in this, this bracket over Mendenhall. So, Charles Woodson advances for me. Hankins, why don't you go ahead? A destruction, Charles Woodson. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, no, no sense in. <laughs> I tell you, yeah, this is this is a murderer's row of the of the final four here, um, and I think because of that we're probably going to see the most potential bring them backs. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think any three of these, so, and any four of these who who don't win. Uh, can, can be a so what are our two matchups that are left? Our two matchups that are left are, of course, the two most recent Orlando Pace versus Charles Woodson. Okay. And Tommy Frazier versus Drew Brees. Ooh, which one do you want to do first? Let's, you know, let's go back to the to the West and uh, and talk about Drew Brees versus one Tommy 
Frazier. Now, the fact that he spells it T-O-M-M-I-E. That's a ding Minus for you. one point. Ding for you. I'm just a plus three in my book. <laughs> the fact that uh, Hankin's wife once uh, pronounced Drew Brees' name as Doobies. Doobies. And I, st- I still do. That's all I know to call him is Doobies. Plus one. That's a plus one for Brees. <laughs> <laughs> However, the fact that... Tommy Frazier did what he did, and he did it not just as a running uh, as a quarterback. I, I when when I picture him, he's he's running all over the place. He's mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. he's not just passing, mm-hmm. even though you know he passed for four thousand yards, ran for twenty two hundred. Uh, Shit, <laughs> I didn't give him near enough credit as a passer. <laughs> on a on a yeah, I know right, and on on a team that you know he was a standout with all of those other players. Mm-hmm. For. A team in the argument for greatest team ever. ever. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- I think it's got to be Tommy Frazier for me. I hate to see Drew Brees go or Doobies or the heebie-jeebies, but <laughs> it's Tommy Frazier for me. Yeah, for me, I'm going to just piggyback and I'm going to throw a little some little uh, whipped cream on your Sunday here uh-huh. for Tommy Frazier. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So in That's what they call it at the Spartan Bank. <laughs> his, his senior year, here's how many points they scored game by game. 64, 50. 77, 49. Oh, God. Here's the lowest, 35, 57, <laughs> 49, 44, 73, 41, 37, and then in the national championship game, 62. That's pretty So oh, the lowest points man. all year was 35. That's, they play that's just 35. It was uh, Washington State. For whatever reason, they didn't come out hot that took game. Took the foot off the gas. So um, for, think, just the, think for, for me, one that's second. That's outstanding. That's, it's Tommy About, Frazier, and that's the whipped cream for you. Oh, baby. During that period of time, for those scores you just mm-hmm. named off, Krill, what would we as young Alabama fans have done to just see that 35? Oh, my God. <laughs> when you were getting like 24 to 21 wins over Southern Miss, yeah. You would, yeah. You'd be uh, excited um, to see 30 on the board. So It comes down to really all the things you guys said and then one simple fact. And I don't use this as the hammer in all sports arguments, but I think it is pertinent in this one. Dim rings, baby. Yeah. And Tommy Frazier got dim rings. And I I couldn't name you another Husker from those teams. Not to say they weren't good, but just to say that he's the guy. When I think of those teams, I think of Osborne and I think of Frazier. So he's the dude. Makes sense to me. Yeah, that's that's exactly uh, what everyone's thinking. Just an outstanding player on an outstanding team, and goodness gracious. Well, Tommy Frazier goes to goes to the finals in in the uh, in the Big Ten Oz of Oz's Player Tournament. Brought to you by Throw the Flag Football, Yuhu and Donuts Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Brees, a murderer's row of sponsors too. Am I oh right, guys? Oh my guy? god! Don't get me started. Drew Brees, uh, p- potential bring him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a great quarterback. And you know, maybe he'll we... charge us seventeen million dollars. <laughs> maybe we have an NIT tournament. Oh, that's true. We could. Mm. Uh, Charles Woodson versus. Not going to tell you what I'd like the end to stand for. <laughs> Charles Woodson versus. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm saying the full name out, and it's really funny. Charles Woodson versus Orlando Pace. To decide who plays Tommy Frazier in the finals, uh, uh, Hankins start once you start us out. Yeah, all right. Um, Charles Woodson was great. 
I mean, he, playing both ways is probably a little bit, by me, it's probably a little undervalued. Like, I, I look at it sort of as a gimmick, but for him, it was real. He was he was very good as a defensive back. He was certainly serviceable as a receiver. It was very dangerous as a return man, won the Heisman, did all that stuff. Orlando Pace is an offensive lineman, and every one of us picked him number one. That has to mean something. <laughs> I mean, that has to mean something. Um if I need another Charles Woodson, I think I might can go find one. I don't know if I can go find another Orlando Pace. So in this battle of Ohio State versus Michigan, it is Orlando Pace who leaves with the gold pants. The big-ass gold pants. Yeah, this is a great matchup. It's the classic Ohio State-Michigan battle. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm pretending that I am at a Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I have two choices. Mm-hmm. Are you going to have... Uh... Tostito salsa or paste picante. Uh huh. Which one are you gonna pick? <laughs> I'm picking that paste. Pour it on. Give me a gallon of that. salsa or something like that. Yeah, that's all right. Well, anyway, chili con Woodson. Chili con Woodson or the paste picante <laughs> sauce for my Tostitos. Yeah, for me, for me, it's Orlando Pace. Uh, Woodson, the Heisman goes a long way, uh, but Orlando Pace is just fucking insane. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and Woodson, you know, certainly a potential bring him back. I gotta tell you, this is the best championship we've ever it's had. It's a pretty good one. Out of all four conferences. The so number far. one seed versus the number two seed. Uh Tommy Frazier versus Orlando Pace. Woo. 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 Two two big hosses. You know, Creel, you went last last time. Okay. But it was or no, you went you went last the last two times. I don't remember. Do, when do you want me to go this time? I don't know. Go first. Go. 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 Well, uh, to me, the lasting image I have of Tommy Frazier was in the 1996 Fiesta Bowl. Number one, Nebraska. Number two, Florida. It's the end of the second quarter. There's like 30 seconds left. And Tommy Frazier, the game is, I think, already out of hand. I think Nebraska's up like 35 to 14 or something. And they just run like a, a QB run. And Tommy Frazier... Seven different Florida players have a chance to tackle him. They don't. He runs it in for like the essentially the cherry on the Sunday uh-huh. that we've already been building here. I, I just wish we were putting all this shit in like a cup because yeah. it's just on this yeah. table right here. It was just an amazing sort of run that just sort of encapsulated how great he was that he could uh, just on a on which essentially should have been like a six yard little run, but he didn't give up on that play and he wanted that touchdown and he got it. And he got them their back-to-back national championships with uh, his great performance that year, in addition to playing well the year before, and then in addition to two years prior, losing in the national championship game. So that's just outstanding for me. Orlando Pace, he might be my uh, wild card pick, but in this matchup right here, right now, I'm picking Tommy Frazier. Hank, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to go after me, if that's okay. Yes, and I'll go last. Well, time will tell has who has failed and who's been left behind. When you go your way and I'll go mine. I will say that I would wish that they would show that highlight more often on TV. They should. They, they should. should. That is essentially, I think, uh, one of the most outstanding runs I've ever seen. So That notwithstanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think... Uh, this this is tough, and I and I don't come to this decision lightly because that's what they say a lot at the sperm clinic. <laughs> I don't know why they call it decisions. 
Oh my god, I just decisioned all over the place. <laughs> Tommy Frazier versus Orlando Pace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, whew. Two national championships for Tommy Frazier. 33-3 and three as a starter. Mm-hmm. 6,000 all-purpose yards. You could you can plug him in anywhere on the offense. Yeah. <clears throat> except for the line. Uh, Orlando Pace, we went through his stats as well. I, I don't say this lightly, but if I'm building a team around somebody, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick one who might well not might not have to sit out half a season because of blood clots in sure, his leg. I get it. And I'm I picking Orlando Pace. And I'm, I'm, I'm not That's joking. I'm not joking. It's a good decision. You I you know Frazier Frazier's disease whatever it, it was complication from Crohn's disease that he had. And it only kept him out of one eighth of his career, college mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, something that happened with uh uh Alabama linebacker went to the Bills, drafted by the Bills. Had some kind of disease, kept kept him out. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think it's Orlando Pace by a hair. A hair. I got it. Me. By a That's hair. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Tough pick. But Tommy Frazier returns. Tommy Frazier will he return could, in my bring will return, probably. And that's one-to-one, which, Hankins, I see, I, I, I think you see now why I asked you to go last. All right, boys. I have a a great job that I really enjoy. Hashtag Arby's dope as hell. Hashtag B-dubs dope as hell. Turn up the wild. And um, at my job, I go in. I sit in a comfortable chair. A comfortable office. I got free sody waters. Oh, damn. I got wow. snacky wax at my disposal. Damn. All the coffee I can drink. And even in those circumstances, and I do a job that I enjoy doing. I do it with good people. And I do these podcasts with you guys and other people. And I enjoy doing these things. But there's still days where I just kind of fuck off. Just ain't with it. Just not showing up to the ballpark to play ball. Orlando Pace didn't give up a sack for two years. That's true. That's not a. That's going to play football every Saturday at the highest level, and not giving up a sack. If we started to look at those defensive lines that he was playing against and those linebackers he was playing against, I'm sure we'd find a murderer's row there. Sure. So for that reason, Tommy Frazier is great, and he might be a bring him back. Wow. But in the Big Ten, where the trenches rule. Where it's three yards in a cloud of dust, where we talked about all the great running backs, that thing is made up front. And I think Sean made the biggest point of, uh, I disagree with his reason, but if I was picking one guy to start a team around, it's the big offensive lineman and it's Orlando Pace. So that is the Haas of the Big Ten. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable in calling that an upset. Yeah, I don't think we, you cleared that with Hankins beforehand. So. <laughs> Uh, well, Orlando Pace will move on to our final eight. Mm-hmm. So how many spots are left? So there's four spots we're left. We're four on. We're, we, we, we got four. We got four left. Okay. Uh, Ed Reed, Reggie Bush, Vince Young, uh, uh, Orlando Pace. Wow. 
and what we're gonna do once we get these eight players, we're gonna we're gonna straight up fucking fish them out of a hat. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. We're not gonna seed them. We're not yeah. gonna, you know. Uh, the SEC is going to be next week. This was perhaps the toughest for me. Man, this is th- these are these are some good players. These mm-hmm. are some damn mm-hmm. good players. I uh, don't expect the the final round of eight to be easy, especially when we figure out. Uh, who is going to be our bring them backs? <laughs> that was episode 63. 63 of Throw the Flag. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find us on Twitter at TTF Network and at TTF Football. You can email us at throwtheflagnetwork at gmail.com. Jesus Christ. If, if you like what we're doing, don't forget to listen to our other shows, Cold Dog Soup, and that's disgusting. Available wherever podcasts can be accessed. If you'd like to support us in a more personal way, consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash TTF. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash TTF. Tango Tango Foxtrot. If everyone listening right now kicked in as little as a dollar a month, Creel, we'd be able to make some serious investments into the Third Flag Network. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week with the SEC. Yeah.